0: Ready? Born ready.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. This is so amazing. This is so amazing. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, hey, happy Friday, happy Friday, hey, hey. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and... (laughs) I'm gonna go ahead and cut to the chase because I am feeling... Drum roll, please. I don't think that was enough drum roll. Let me get another one. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really. I do not really know. I'll say I'm feeling cool. I'll say I'm feeling cool. Yes, I am feeling cool today just because. I mean, yeah, I just feel cool. I don't really have no no news, no nothing. The Braves won. We are officially, <laughs> official World Cup champions. What, what, what? World Series. Whatever. We are the world's champions for the... Whatever. Okay, we won. We won. We shot that BB gun. Hey, y'all remember that when y'all was little? If you don't, then hmm. <clears throat> that sucks. You never heard that? Y'all lost. Y'all lost. Y'all ate tomato sauce.
0: Nah, you already talked
1: about, you know, the age difference. Okay, I'm like, you damn, never heard damn, that? Damn. Okay, so yes, we did win. Congratulations, Braves. That's so amazing. So we have Atlanta United who are champions. We have the Atlanta Braves, who are champions. We have the Atlanta Hawks that, you know, they made it pretty darn far. They did good last season. Did they did very, very well, and good. they are um, – I'm not really sure if they're doing well this season, but, you know, fingers crossed that they are doing well. Um, Yeah, I'm not even going to go into the Atlanta Falcons, so I'll just leave. <laughs> I'll just – those dirty birds are doing us dirty. Okay? It is what it is. Honestly, the day – The year, the second, the time, the game, whatever, that the Falcons win the Super Bowl, Atlanta is going to erupt. I'm actually a little scared. It's going to be like freaknik times a gajillion it's never gonna happen i, I couldn't about. imagine i couldn't and i think that's why the good lord upstairs has not allowed it to happen
0: <laughs> well, you know it's, it's the curse the lady said y'all you know ever since y'all sold that church i'm you know, <laughs> not gonna win no super bowl and it's been the truth i mean bro we had we had the super bowl in the bag still lost it so that's i believe the curse
1: wow is true. see i didn't know that i didn't know about the curse
0: you know about the ladies. so you know they. You know they. I know sold. about
1: them selling the church and building the new stadium o- over where the church used mm-hmm. to be, but I didn't know that a woman cursed yeah, them. She said, "Yeah, yeah." And that makes all the sense because when I say we were at the Super Bowl winning, like we literally were winning. I remember that game so vividly. We were winning, and then all of a sudden, we were losing. Weren't we playing the Patriots? Oh, my yep, gosh. Tom Brady. Yes, Tom Brady. Mm. Mm. Just thinking about that that day just pisses me off. All right. Anyway, N.T. Way. Let's move on to this mayoral race, okay, because, <laughs> mm, yeah. let's just say, they were saying bye, Felicia. Look like she's saying hi, y'all, <laughs> okay, because Felicia held it down out the gate. I'm talking about out the gate. She was Owning the entire race, the entire election. She even finished with like 42%, 44%. Let me double check. Either way, Auntie Felicia, she ain't taking too kindly to y'all buys, okay? You will not be making fun of her. You will not be buying Felicia anywhere. Needless to say, uh, Uncle Kasim Reed is out of the race. Um. he is out of the race. And to be completely honest, I'm absolutely okay with that. I am absolutely okay with that. While I do not, you know, relish in the, um, the downfall of any people or anyone rather, I'm so tired of Atlanta just being led by the blind. (laughs) I'm so sick of it being like the blind leading the blind. like And not saying that he's blind, but I'm saying people are blind to his influence. And people are blind to the color of his skin. Or no, no, no. People allow the color of his skin to blind them. And people allow the amount of influence he has to blind them. So he, as a person, is just blinding. He's a distraction. <laughs> not just playing the song. Yeah. I don't know where that's coming yes. from. <laughs> it's not coming from me, y'all. It's not coming from me. I don't know me. where it's coming from. I don't know. I think the frequencies are like, Auntie Felicia, that's, maybe that's, she's that's, hacking the system. That, I don't know. It's supposed to outside singing this. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> the
0: way it's I, so I don't even live in Atlanta.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right I'm not even from here I don't I don't know what the hell' is going on but yes I do feel like it's kind of like that and sometimes I can be this person where you walk into a room and you are just a blinder like everyone is just blinded by either like who you are or what you look like. They can't even focus on the substance that you bring or could possibly bring because they're just too focused on what you look like or who knows you or what you can do, what you have access to. And I feel like Atlanta is just become so distracted and so blinded. And it really just hurts my spirit that this is where I'm from. And you have people literally coming here, destroying the city because they're so blinded by the celebrity, they're so blinded by the entertainment, and you had a person, literally fixate his campaign on celebrities, like I'm, not, like I don't want to compare him to Trump, but it was just, it was like a shit show, like it was a shit show.
0: I mean, you know, I I'm not one for scare tactics, you know what I mean, and what I heard somebody say last night on the news that one of his watch parties was that you know she was down for Cassim because they they don't want to lose Buckhead. Cassim is the only mayor that can keep Buckhead because if you lose Buckhead it's all over for Atlanta. I don't like that scare shit like mm-hmm. Buckhead if they're gonna leave they're gonna leave but then she had the nerve to call Buckhead the soul of Atlanta She said, we lose Buckhead. We lose the soul.
1: Of course.
0: You know, so so that's what I'm
1: saying. You're blinded. You are blind. You're absolutely fucking blind because if we lose Buckhead, great. Because there's no reason why people in California, as big as California is, people in California are calling people in Atlanta referencing the crime that's going on in Buckhead. They're not saying, oh, the crime that's going on in Atlanta. They're saying the crime that's going on in Buckhead. So it sounds like to me, they may need to separate. So if they do, then they can work on that issue. Because Atlanta, inner city Atlanta, has so many other issues. We cannot worry about what the hell is going on in Buckhead. Because whether people realize it or not, Atlanta is a gold mine in itself. We can handle shit ourselves because we've been doing it. We've been figuring it out. So, no, we don't need Buckhead. And no, is not the only one that can keep Buckhead. Because last time I checked, every time I done went to Buckhead, I didn't seen Felicia Morris, Felicia signs, okay? I'd have been seeing Auntie Felicia signs everywhere, and I had not seen one Felicia sign on the West Side. Not one. But I tell you where they were, up in Buckhead, where people vote. <laughs> Literally, where people vote. So, trust and believe. Like, that... Ooh, I, could, I wish I had seen her face. I would call her name out. Anyway, moving on to the second finalist, Andre Dickens. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations on making it. But my worry about Andre is he lacks... self he lacks self in the sense that I do not trust you to go in a room and speak up for me let alone speak up for yourself I trust you to go into a room and just go with the flow Mm. and we do not need that because if you go and you just Retract, I mean not retract, you go and you pay attention to his campaign, mm-hmm. the different interviews he's done. He said one thing, and then another interview he said the same thing. It was always let me just not even play a line, not let me not just play the line, let me play both sides. <laughs> like mm-hmm. let me just play whatever side is liking me right now, and you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Um you just can't. Like, I don't know what happened in your younger days or why you feel that way. Or, hey, you could just be playing the game. But I highly doubt that you are. (laughs) But either way, that does not signify to me and young voters that you have the ability to speak up for us in a room where it's not people that look like us. Now, Auntie Felicia, she gonna speak up for herself. We got we understand that because on her little uh shady ass Instagram post <laughs> like she was like to all the candidate candidates that had a downfall tonight <laughs> congratulations on making it this far like I'm like she don't waste no time well, you, you got
0: I'm looking at the calendar right into the next to the runoff
1: mm-hmm. yeah 28 four, days right
0: 28 days four episodes right of this to decide there's only two candidates. It's Mm. either Andre or it's Felicia. Based on what you're saying, what... See, I see it differently with Andre. I see him as the type that he could be that way without backing. If he has... If he knows all those people who voted for him are in his corner as well and he has to stand up to somebody and the people are with him, I think he'll go with the people.
1: But that's the point I'm making. You sometimes... It, you have to be by yourself. Like sometimes you have to be that leader. You have to set that example. You have to be the change you wish to see. It can't be, oh, well, if they say, if they're going to cheer for me while I do it, I'm going to do it. But if they stop cheering for me, I'm not going to do it. That's the point that I'm making because people follow the examples that are set. So if people are following somebody that only says something when he has people cheering for him, that's not breeding the next generation of leaders. That's breeding the next generation of followers. And we don't. We have so many people following right now. We don't need that. You see, how Kaseem came in, said what the fuck he had to say. You gonna mm. get right or you gonna get left? And he meant that shit every single time he opened his mouth. He spoke with conviction and confidence, and that's one thing that I can say I appreciated because I mm. knew what I was getting with him.
0: So it sounds like you're down for Miss Moore.
1: Obviously, oh, no. I ain't say that. Mm. I ain't say that.
0: Mm, we'll, 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 we'll wait we'll wait we'll wait we'll, yes we'll, we'll keep the people teasing we'll, we'll wait but i mean it's only two choices right but i'm overall though happy for change
1: yes you i know, definitely because am. i don't
0: i don't see either one of them really repeating what kasim and felicia uh uh keisha was oh i said felicia. <laughs> what kasim and keisha was doing
1: can't nobody repeat what keisha did yeah, I mean, because she did nothing, yeah. and every single black Atlanta mayor has done at least something.
0: Yeah, so, like, on that note, um, you know, I just need to, um, right? Know. See, it's I, a it's, puzzling conversation. It's, it's, it's it, like, it's, hmm. it's, pretty, it's pretty puzzling, but overall, I feel like, um, we, we're getting out of the corruption stage now. It's the you know, I, I. Like I said, I feel like you can't go wrong with either one and you know, I don't live in Atlanta sucking vote.
1: I think too, a lot of people's problem with Felicia is that she is older and people feel like she may not understand the younger generation. Um, so I think that was where a lot of the reservation came from. And I think too, a lot of people will navigate towards Andre because he is from inner city Atlanta and he gets around like he be somewhere everywhere. Like, well, I will give him his props. He literally bees, not bees, he literally frequents everywhere. Trap, right? right. He, he, he bees in the trap. Like, <laughs> everybody who endorsed him, like, everybody who endorsed
0: him is kind of like that new Atlanta wave.
1: You exactly. Know what I'm and so, so that's what I'm saying. It's literally new Atlanta against old Atlanta. And I feel like a lot of Cassim's voters will combine with Andre.
0: You think so? See, I think Kasim voters are going to split. And because I, I was looking at um, Watching all the reports And they were saying Normally in Atlanta When it comes to the runoff The second candidate Normally wins mm. Because that first candidate That's who already voted for
1: So them. that's what I was about to say That's so, what I'm saying Kasim is All his people Are I, about to go to but see, Andre is,
0: But I think this is The one time Where that won't happen Because Kasim and Andre Really didn't mix And, and When you hear I, I watched the interview With Kasim. He was on the Black News channel mm-hmm. And Every time they mention something, he would always bring Andre. Like he, he really feels like Andre plays some dirty games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like some dirty politics. So I don't see his people linking up with that. If anything, I see him people, his people going to Felicia to bring Andre there. Like they don't want Andre.
1: Mm-hmm. Like the same people don't
0: want Andre. So and
1: mm-hmm. so unless
0: he gets the Antonio Brown, the Sharon Gates, and the people who normally mm-hmm. don't come out for a runoff because people don't come out for runoffs. So I was looking mm-hmm. at the numbers. You had people winning some of these right.
1: uh, races by a hundred votes with Cassim's voters, and then Antonio's voters, and then the the other um, candidates' voters with them, kind of figuring out what they're going to do. I also think Atlanta has kind of lost hope in the black woman being a leader, like. I could see if Keisha had kind of did something, but she did absolutely nothing. So you have some people that's like, nah. Nah, because Keisha ain't do shit. What Felicia gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Keisha, Felicia, you never know the reason why some people vote for how they vote. Oh, they names rhyme. I'm not voting for her. She what? might be just like her. They used to work together. She might... You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. And I know that there's going to be a percentage, not a large percentage, but a percentage that could make or break the race where people are going to be like, you know what? I'm not giving my vote away to no black woman because we had a black woman. And being a black woman are... St- cycle so I, I mean um world renowned for speaking up and fighting for whatever and black girl magic this black girl ain't have no magic <laughs> the hell so why <clears throat> would i vote for another black woman by felicia being well, completely well, transparent that,
0: and you know she had that uh endorsement from the uh, white man that they said they did research and you know, it right. was a racist or Republican right. you know, or whatever so you know he she has that working against her um I think it's gonna be a very interesting race. I think it'll be very interesting and very. I just hope people come out because like I said, people don't come out for runoffs and I saw a lot of these races, they were winning by a hundred people. That, you know what I mean? One
1: like, of them, um, I think it was Joyce Shepherd over there won one by literally, I kid you not, like forty seven votes.
0: I just hope people Or maybe
1: that was Cleta Winslow, um, in one of the districts. Somebody, Either way. Yeah. The races were won in less than a hundred votes. Mm-hmm. and it's like,
0: and a lot of the voters were older people right fifty five. and
1: plus. even still, with all of the shit that's been going on on social media about voting
0: like where all the young
1: people? there was so many people that didn't vote, so many people that did not vote. Yeah. so many people like it was alarming how many people still didn't vote
0: rather be cool than conscious
1: rather be cool than conscious literally rather be cool than conscious and at that point it's like
0: like for real like where are the young people because we have a lot of young people I mean just this area alone
1: but I'm saying when precedence isn't set it literally goes back I promise y'all I feel like I've been saying this every episode precedence is so important representation matters so much we don't even realize how much it matters because we're not taught about the validity of representation, but representation matters. You get, you get a certain pride when you see someone in their ability to be unapologetically themselves. You, that rubs off on you. Now you feel like, it. even at homecoming, one of my neos came up to me Now I does let me live here. She came up to me and she made me cry. Mind you, I wasn't, hadn't been drinking. Like I was just chilling. She comes up to me and she's like, you know, Cree, I wish I had what you had. And I'm like, girl, what the hell I got, child? Like, I'm just looking like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, I I wish that I had what you had. She said, "Now, nah, I only have what you have when I'm drinking. But you have the ability to just be yourself, and I wish that I had that. I wish that I could stand in front of a crowd and speak the truth. I wish that I had the confidence in myself to speak with conviction. She was like, I don't know where you're going to end up in life, but I just wish and I pray sometimes that I had what you had. And I'm like, I'm just doing what comes natural to me.
0: Until I listen to the podcast.
1: (laughs) Right. Listen to the podcast, damn it. But it's like me having that effect on her. And I have not spoken to her in maybe over a year. So, if I'm affecting her that way by not even having immediate access to her, I can't imagine what a a leader like Andre could truly be if he embraced himself. Like, or what Keisha truly could have been. She could have went down as an icon for the right reasons.
0: They're about to say, I think, you know, that's one of those things. You know how you have higher expectations or you have a different, view of somebody else mm-hmm. than they do for themselves I think she's doing exactly what she wants to do oh definitely you know, she, yeah she's in the democratic um, committees and she's leaving she's gonna go to the private sector she might come back politically in, in a different area don't come but, back
1: please but,
0: you know I think she's doing what she wants to do and plus come on like being a, being a mayor of any city is a very thankless job right like the, the kind of mayor that you're talking about very thankless um the kind of mayors we normally get in Atlanta, they're like that because they're just thinking about themselves. The last time we got a good mayor, like they always talk about how uh, Maynard just brought Mm -hmm. a lot of black people up, right? Mm -hmm. But after his term, he couldn't get a job in Atlanta. So it's like, I do good, but... That's
1: crazy. I didn't know that. He couldn't even get a job?
0: Yeah, it's like... How couldn't he get a job? Because, like, the establishment at the time didn't like what he did so once you're done you're back in the private sector that's a whole different wow sector you know what i'm saying so now i think ever since then these mayors and i think you know bill campbell tried but you know they hit him with some corruption too and shirley franklin tried and i think that's why she endorsed andre because she wants to get it right Mm -hmm. but you know that that kind of power that you're talking about speaking up like that it's thankless it was a mayor um one of those cities in California, the one that was giving out the stipends, mm-hmm. they didn't reelect them. Like, he was giving money away to people for them to be better. <laughs> yeah, no, because and people
1: it, like being mistreated. You
0: know what I'm saying? And, and it, they
1: like being taken advantage of. And they like questioning everything. And they like just only being cool. They don't like being conscious because it comes with too much work. And I understand that. But in that, don't fucking complain about shit.
0: I mean, of course.
1: Like, don't complain, oh, the sidewalks, oh, these white people moving over here. Don't complain about shit because you're not willing to do what it takes to fix it. And that's what I'm saying yeah. because you have black people who complain. Stop fucking complaining. I don't want to hear the fucking sob stories because you're not going to do shit.
0: I think, this, I think this runoff is don't really tell me if people are serious or not. If they come out like, if, if Felicia or Andre, if any one of them just wins by, like, 200 votes, y'all bullshitting. But if the people come back out again, I'm going to be very imp- I'm going to be excited for Atlanta.
1: I don't think they're going to come out. I think they
0: are. I, th- I think they are because now battle lines are about to be drawn. A lot of people Oh yeah
1: was on, <laughs> A lot of people was banking, banking on Kasim, on Kasim. Yes, A so. lot When I say the city of LN Was banking on Cassim. And when I say It blew me away That Felicia Was blowing him away Like I just knew Auntie Felicia Was about to get blown out
0: Nah nah it, it, See I've been paying attention To what Felicia's been doing You know we've been doing These mm. uh, episodes For uh Where the party at Shout out And So I've seen her movement And I noticed that like I knew she was going to make it to the runoff. Nah, I, knew, I didn't think she was going to cross no. over 50. I, right. I knew she I knew was going to make on... it to
1: the runoff, but I just didn't think that it was going to be 40 and 20.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I knew it was going to be about 40. No. I, I, I thought it was, was going to be 40 like 45.
1: close, like 30 30. Mm-mm. Like, I thought it was going to be.
0: Only because Felicia has a great track. She, she has a great track record of doing her job. Mm-hmm. Like, you've worked jobs, right? Yeah. You, you know what, Chris is a good question. Are you
1: that type of person on the job? Do you do your work?
0: Because see, yes, no, no. I feel like
1: I do more than my work. I, I'm. I feel like I'm the employee. I'm making sure nobody needs help with anything. Like,
0: but 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 are you also doing doing my job? Not just doing your job, but are you also,
1: um, fucking up shit?
0: Not fucking up shit. I can't find a bigger word, so I'll just call it snitching. Are you also snitching? Making oh, sure no. they're like, hey, you know, this person's giving away drinks, and that's costing us money.
1: Oh, like, God, no. If parents, anything, she's... I'm the person giving away the drinks. you fall. So then
0: like, like I said, you fall in the middle. See, the reason why I knew Felicia's going to win, because, see, Felicia's the mm-hmm. employee. She's just like you. So, y'all have been cool, but she's on the tail, too. She's going to make sure that everything is... Ducks you know she girl. came
1: in late yesterday, yes. too, boss. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, because
0: it's cutting into my... Because, t- listen, if I want to get a raise... You're telling me I can't get a raise because we don't have the budget. Well, hey, I've noticed you didn't give away five burgers in one <laughs> day. That cuts <laughs> into my budget, and the fact that is that type of person, I think that people appreciate that in a in a mayor for Atlanta, which is a major city that has a mm-hmm. lot of cash. A lot. One thing Cassim always boasts about: we have a lot of money in the reserves. We have a lot of money. We have a lot of things going on. Yeah, and you kind of want somebody who's gonna be gonna be
1: on boisterous about accountability i honestly i can appreciate that and she's known
0: for that and she said it like no she said it at the
1: on the whatchamacallit on the um literally on live tv she told keisha i guess they had some sort of tiff Mm -hmm. going on and she was like and tell keisha lands bottom she needs to keep my name out her mouth i was like oh my gosh who the
0: hell because Felicia, felicia says she says she votes no for things sometimes just so that people can have more time to read the bill. It's not even like if you listen to the interview, that's what she said. Some of that stuff, it's not like she's just against it. It's like, nah, nah, nah. Y'all just rushed all this development. I'm voting no. Put it back on the table. Let the people know what's going on and then let's vote for it again. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people just go with the mayor. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But she's known to always push back. She's known to Actually read the bills and highlighted and so that was the forty percent I knew she was going to get. Now, how this runoff is going to go, I'm very interested. I don't, I don't think we can really lose with either one because I think that changes here. Period. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people bet on Kassim, so because Kassim, I hell, I still don't think Kassim going to lay down. I think they're going to call for a recount.
1: Oh yeah, no, I definitely feel like something is brewing. Something is brewing and because they call for
0: that recount, and he is a winner now.
1: Because when I say (laughs) I have heard, I have just heard not, not complimentary things about him regarding him being a winner. He does not like to lose. I mean, who does like to fucking lose? But I feel like on the magnitude that he can't, he stepped the fuck out. I'm talking about had parties at Tyrese's house, chilling with Big Bang Black. Tyrese, like, was, Tyrese was standing <laughs> behind him at the, at the press conference today. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, Kasim came out with the with the Kung Pao chicken, okay? He gave some Kung Pao and chicken. And you mean to tell me, like, oh, <laughs> hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we're going we're gonna to see. And Lance is very exciting right now.
1: Yes. I'm I'm ex- I'm I would say I'm excited, but I am a little anxious to f- figure out exactly what what's going to go down. But I'm happy that there there's change that is coming. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that it is set in a way where people can follow, follow suit. Yeah. Like I don't want to be like it's the parent that just keep trying and the kids still ain't listening and shit just getting worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah,
0: I think, I think we're becoming more politically astute as people. And, um, and I, and I see it across generations, right? Like we talked about it, our, our gap, right? But you're as politically astute as I am right about now. I know when I was in my twenties, the only thing I knew was Barack Obama's, Yeah. And, you know, the basics. But then, and then nobody older than me was also talking about it either. You know, mm. so it's like now everybody's kind of talking about it. More people are understanding what it means to vote, what, what it means to ask for something. Right. I think uh, the Democrats have made it very easy.
1: <laughs> to and what like, it means to hold people accountable. Yeah. And realize like, okay, they're doing a job, but technically you hired them. Yeah. And and you you technically pay them. So at what point do I mean, you not get to question what the fuck is going on? That's what your taxes are. Like, <laughs> right, like and, but you can't like, get
0: caught up in the jargon. Like you can't get caught up on, "Oh, well they're saying defund the police." Uh, I look, I don't care about what they're calling it. What I'm saying is, I know if I'm paying into something, I have a say so on where that money goes. Exactly. And I feel like if you have a $50 million budget, you can give me two of the millions and build a park for these kids. Right. That you don't have to lock up. Not
1: that you don't.
0: Not to buy ha- your fucking tank.
1: Right. Like, I'm just like, so the. But and, I, don't,
0: I don't care if you call it defund, refund. Right. The fuck, I don't care. Reshape,
1: repark, replant. I don't give a damn. Yeah.
0: But people get caught up in the semantics, <laughs> and then that's why they don't vote. Because, and that's
1: going back to what I said about blinders. People being blinded. And so it's like, oh, like you said, they said defund the police. Well, da 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 da. Listen, that you focus on the wrong shit, okay? (laughs) You need to go back through, reread, highlight, scribble, scrap, scratch, and do whatever you got to do to understand what they are saying and what they're going to do and what they have already done. Like that track record, I think that's amazing for her to have such a prominent track record that people can reference. Mm -hmm. And then too, I can appreciate that she's not the most stylish thing. Cause that's another dang, reason why dang, people be dang. distracted. No, I'm just saying, no, like I,
0: no, I know what you say. I know what you're saying.
1: When I'm people kidding. see Keisha, they're like, oh, dang, she could be my sister. No, that is clearly your auntie. And you're gonna treat auntie uh Yeah, she's uh, here for the business. Exactly. Like there's a certain level of respect. And I hate to say that, but that's just the world that we live in. And people, women go through it all the time. How you look is kind of sort of how you're treated mm-hmm. and you're either treated like with respect instantly or you have to earn that respect after a few times of you coming around you get what i'm saying I, like i just
0: want i want felicia to be the auntie like see keisha the type of auntie at the cookout you know you smoke and she walk up you don't put it out
1: exactly felicia come, <laughs> she might ask out. you to hit it
0: <laughs> yeah, she, yeah she might ask you to hit it now, felicia come you might think to put it out but in your home, we're like, nah, nah, she cool. <laughs> just,
1: just don't do it
0: in the front. Right, do it in exactly. the back and she ain't gonna say nothing. Exactly. And that's how I hope Felicia gonna be. I don't want her to come you back You better go,
1: nah, spray nah, some nah. cologne before you yeah, walk in the yeah, house. Like, just, don't disrespect just her. Just out of respect. Just, <laughs> just out of respect. There's a level of respect and that people have regarding Felicia versus with Keisha, it was just like, shit, she don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. She don't give a fuck like, fuck. she don't give a fuck. She be where we be. But, the game still hasn't changed. Out of sight is out of mind. But even when it's out of mind, when they come on site, you have that deference.
0: So let me ask you this. Because you you are a young voter in Atlanta, right? Now that the dust is starting to settle, you have a new city council, you have new representation, the runoff is coming. What do you want to see? Like, the
1: city council actually kind of stayed the same uh, for a few people.
0: Yeah, about. About few, but about four new, four new, five new positions. He got a new, um, council president. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: guess.
0: We, we, we talked to him. You know, we interviewed him too. I mm. feel like, uh, Doug is, I feel like he's a genuine white man. Um, you know, I always, I always, <laughs> we talk real over here. Um, like I told folks, you can tell when you hear the interview, you can tell that he has. It, it, somebody's in a circle, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, how you can tell when white people around black people. So we asked him off off the uh, camera. Um, hey man, you know you're pretty cool. You know, like because he said he played basketball for Emory. So I said, uh, "You <laughs> ever hoop with some brothers?" He was like, "Yeah, actually in Virginia, he was on like a, a all black <laughs> dude team." Oh
1: my but, god!
0: <laughs> but nah, but you know, like he, you know, he could hoop. So you know, he came to the park. He could hoop. So they asked him, "You know." We don't care as long as you can hope
1: bro. <laughs> long as we winning.
0: Yeah, and he was winning. So I feel like that's a little bit of that what we'll mm. makes him comfortable. I'm gonna okay. say he gets a pass that cookout shit. I don't do all that. But <laughs> what I'm saying what we'll makes him comfortable and he's a historian.
1: Mm. He understands the okay.
0: history that's been done in Atlanta. And undone. Yeah, and undone. And I feel like, you know, cause council president really can't vote. It allows him to be a voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I so I, I say all that to say, though, what do you want to see in this next year coming up? Because you're here and a lot of times, people like myself in the metro Atlanta have a lot to say about Atlanta, but we can't vote.
1: Mm. You know what I'm saying? like
0: We do business here. We're here all the time. spend yeah. money here, eat he here, but we can't vote. You know what I'm saying? So when we come back, we're like, oh, damn, why is it looking like this? But you're
1: here. Mm. I really, really, really want to see something done with homelessness, Mm. it is getting disgusting.
0: Other than those boulders?
1: It's it's just like, we have money for so many things. And honestly, I did not, it's just crazy how you could ride past something and not see it until you're walking and you see it. So when we were protesting, we were outside of the Capitol. At first, there wasn't a gate. It was just the Capitol, the grounds, the steps. And we would, like, go, like, on the steps. steps. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, when we're out there protesting, of course, the police are standing there, like, we couldn't even get close to the Capitol. Well, now, over time, so over this past year and last year, they started construction. And it's, like, a big-ass gold metal fence with, like, fancy-ass fence. Redid the landscaping and shit, and I'm just, like, directly across the street so many homeless people sleep directly across the street this isn't like that you can't see the Capitol you got to walk down. this is directly 10 steps across from the Capitol there's a line of homeless people with tents down that street is a line of homeless people just in that vicinity are so many homeless people because it's right by Georgia State and it's just like Y'all had money to build a fence and you couldn't even, that fence cost millions of dollars. So it's not that we don't have the money. It's just that it's being placed in the wrong things. When you get on I-20 West, that exit right there off Forsyth Street or off of, um, whatever the hell the street name is prior. prior yeah. Prior by the homeless shelter, homeless people all up the exit. You know how dangerous that is at night driving and there's people doing a laundry. And it's, I'm just like, but y'all put boulders. So that means you had to go find the boulders. You had to pay for the boulders. Then you had to pay somebody to bring the boulders up here but and the, dump them.
0: The, well, the state did that.
1: I don't give a damn who did it. That was the, state. the city knew about it. Somebody in the city knew that boulders was about to get dumped.
0: And I understand. And, and I'm going to edit this part out because what you don't understand is, and I'm the producer sometimes, so sometimes, you know, I'm not going to uh, debate you on your podcast.
1: No, by all means, I let, me know. No, let me know. Let me know. I've
0: been feeling the same way about homelessness. I feel like we focus too much on the ones we see on the streets and that's, they're not the issue. The, the ones we need to, we need to figure out people who are actually the working homeless, the working poor like those are the ones I feel like need the help the most like people who like I've seen me work together put in 40 hours together but when you drive off I know there's like there you all your shit in your car mm-hmm. like those homeless people the ones who are at these extended stays for weeks at a time months at a time the fuck around to so bad to the point where the school buses now go to the extended stays to pick the kids up wow why aren't we focusing on those people because they're the ones who are right there, right? It's not that they don't want to work. They clearly will mm-hmm. work. Minimum <clears throat> wage is too low. You got to think, it, it out, of sight, out of sight, out of mind. But what I'm saying is, that's that's what I'm saying though. Of course, because it's also, I'm too busy to protest. I'm working two or three jobs to yeah. pay for this extended that I can't come out here and speak, but I get offended when I hear, oh, y'all want to help these homeless people. And a lot of times, those homeless people, I think it's more of a mental health thing that we don't have. We don't have like how we have an ER mm-hmm. for your body. We need an ER for your mind. You know, you're about right. You can break down. I need to be able to pull up and holler at you because a lot of them brothers out there, they just, their mentals are just broken down to the point where you can't mm-hmm. even get them up out the mud. Right. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like the homeless thing is, uh, but really
1: when I'm speaking to... on homeless, I'm speaking in the entire realm. But I can only also speak on what I see. So if I only see the dangers, like you said, you see, okay, if we work together and I see you got all your stuff in your car, I personally haven't seen that. Yeah. So I can only speak on When I'm protesting all these homeless people that I see when I go to Georgia state, all these, it's an open campus, all these homeless people on our campus. We can't even be students because (laughs) the little money we do got is homeless people asking for it. Not saying that they shouldn't ask for it, but I'm saying at the end of the day, at what point is someone going to be like, you know what? This is actually a problem.
0: And you know why I say all that? Because, you know, I used to work, I used to work for a nonprofit and there are a lot of resources. I think the the problem with homelessness that you that you're re- referencing is that a lot of those are men. There's no resources for homeless men. There's hella resources mm. for, like you if you notice, you don't really see that many homeless women outside of like very destitute women, right? Yeah. And you damn sure don't see the homeless kids, but you see hella niggas out here. That's because when we get like a list of resources, it's like 20 There's places women, and then they'll yeah. even specify that like, hey, no men allowed. At all. Even Why you, is it
1: like that, though? Like
0: that. But see that. That's a deep. That's a whole. You know. That's a deeper, darker criminal root. Because it's like the grant monies. Who writes the grants? Who disperses mm-hmm. the money? Well, being a woman is considered a minority. Being a man isn't. So it's easy for me to write a grant for minorities and include mm-hmm. women in that. But there's nothing separate for men. And if it is separate for a man, when you read it. Like, because I read these grants. It'll, it'll say something like, and I, because I used to be on, because I'm, I'm a father, right? And mm-hmm. I used to, I've been through these situations, came up out of that shit, right? So it's like, I used to dig for the grants and I read it and go, oh, okay, this is good. This is for black men. You read and it says, but you can't discriminate on sex, gender, race, da, da, da. So basically it's a grant that says black men, but everybody can get it. So then that money. Wow. So so mm-hmm. the homeless thing that, that, that you're referencing is like, Like I said, it's twofold. It's like part the men because they have no resource to go to, which that's the criminal part. That's the dangerous part of it. When you have people out here who are destitute and have nothing to lose, you wonder why crime is high? Crime is high because I have nothing to lose. Right. I see all this PPP money out here. I see niggas getting Mm -hmm. unemployed. Y'all are getting it. Let me... bust his car window I see you you got it right here on the damn dash I'm about to get this like I'm in there's no homeless shelters and all. so that's one part and then the other part is like I said they don't focus on the working poor they don't focus on these extended stays like there's people who stay in those extended stays who need apartments and then there's people in apartments who need housing like but that bad credit will fuck you up Mm -hmm. Uh, bad rental history probably from five or ten years ago but because it's you know, Georgia is such a, uh, um owner-heavy state. Right. We're not like New York, where it's more renter-heavy. You can't just squat in Atlanta. Right. They can get you the fuck up out of here. So it's like so many... Those are like the laws and the policies that we could change to help people and really bring people up. And to me, that's that's what pulls the homeless up. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you're in an apartment, you get into a house. You're in an extended state, you get into the apartment. Right. Now, those people that's homeless they can start figuring out how to get into these extended states. Right. And there's plenty of programs and Keisha, they don't put money into the hotels. They're doing it again this year. So that's why you have a lot of homeless too. Homeless people are coming to Atlanta. Like, we're one of the only cities that's going to put you in a hotel and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, so as many resources as there is not, there are a lot of resources. It's just about who gets access to them, where they're going, you know.
1: And how they're using it too. Because, yeah. All it takes is one person to mess it up. Now they are not giving it to nobody that look like you talk like you sound like you, nobody with that name. Like they are completely disaffiliating themselves with anything that has to do with anybody like you. And that's Mm. also a negative trait. So I guess to bring your question back around, I would say I want some sort of connect Mm. a way for, people to be elevated, how the black business is elevated. So all across the world, so many people know as Atlanta, all oh, the black Mecca for black businesses or small black businesses or <clears throat> black entertainment. No, that's like a thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah. a, Oh, let me go to Atlanta and start my business. Like that's a, why you can't go to Timbuktu? Why you gotta come here as if we not full either way, <laughs> everybody wants to come to Atlanta to start their rap career or start their business, which is fine. But at the same time, I want people to speak with confidence regarding being elevated outside of those particular entities. Like you said, owning a home or getting out of a... I don't even know that extended stays were... I knew that they were a thing, but I didn't know that working poor people were experiencing that. Mm. So getting them into apartments, like you said, I feel like that's a a brilliant idea and a way for it to connect. And it also goes with students. We have Morehouse, Spelman, Clark, Emory, Georgia tech, Georgia state. You have six colleges. Literally all of these colleges are in the same, almost vicinity of each other. A lot of those students don't have housing. And I feel like after high school, you should have some sort of place. Like there should be some sort of accommodation that should be made. If you're in this big city, this glorious city, there should be some sort of assistance that college students get. They shouldn't be paying $1,500 for rent. Well,
0: it, 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 and that's why I say you got to have those mental health facilities too. Cause people, cause I also think homelessness is a choice sometimes.
1: Mm, like, yeah, no, definitely. When you, when
0: you talk to some of these people, like you'll ask them, like, Oh, well, why are you living in your car? Oh, I don't want to go to my mama's house because <laughs> she's gonna make me stay in the house by 10 o'clock. Well, listen, if you're grown <laughs> and you didn't do what you needed to do to be successful out here, you might need to go back home. Yeah. And be home by 10 o'clock <laughs> and get your shit together. So like yeah. those that's what I'm saying. Like it's so it's such a clog of like I, I think the biggest thing I, I just i just text you something on the in the group. Um, because I think what you're referencing is the wealth gap.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, the I wealth this, disparity yeah
0: cause of like all every candidate one thing I heard every candidate say in an interview <laughs> in this campaign trail you know there's only a 4% chance that a black kid and, mm-hmm. you know and I was like well, where are they getting this information from so that made me you know dig and that's why I found this website
1: that's so when, crazy
0: so when you talk about black business in Atlanta when you scroll down and they talk about black businesses it's like mm, we
1: not making no money
0: we not we We're not making the money You know what I'm saying Like our median income
1: I'm saying From the outside looking in And this is all Surface level That's what I'm saying So I'm like From the outside Looking in Black people in Atlanta Are winning Yeah And that's What I'm going back To the whole blinders I mean, being blinded. From the outside looking in, black people are rich. They making money. They leaving legacy. They doing a damn thing. Mm -hmm. But then when you read this damn article and it says the average black family in Atlanta only makes $28,105 and the average white family makes $83,000. That's absolutely insane.
0: Scroll scroll down to the black business, though. Mm Because see, from the outside looking in, oh, we're the black Mecca. We're the black Mecca. The average... Black-owned businesses valued at fifty-eight thousand, while the average white business values about six hundred
1: and fifty thousand. That's in o- over half a
0: million. But look, Latino—the average business is about half a million. Like, I mean, the difference between black and Latino is disparity. But, that's but crazy. we're the
1: But we're the <clears throat> black girl magic, black boy joy. Get the fuck out of here! With so that's that. why I started doing digging because I'm like, you know. I truly one episode I want to talk about the the false narrative of black boy joy and black girl magic because I feel like it 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 further dilutes everything (laughs) it just makes it it so much harder like
0: it causes that gender war don't don't be surprised um that midterms is coming up and you're about to see a lot of black man black women division coming up yeah don't don't be surprised it's
1: it's coming (laughs)
0: It's coming.
1: I mean, I wasn't even speaking on a context of gender. I just feel like it's still surface level. Yeah, for sure. When can we get to the meat and the potatoes? I'm so tired of the appetizer. Like
0: don't call me a black girl.
1: Right. I'm 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 so tired of and don't call me it's just I'm just tired of it. I'm so tired of the melanin magic. Because if it was really damn magical, our businesses would be worth more than fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, but, but
0: that also goes to us.
1: No, I, I absolutely agree.
0: You know what I'm saying? It's it's that's what I'm saying. Like I, I showed you the article because I know how you're gonna be and you're gonna do some digging. And I hope that we can get some of these people on the pod and You can do some interviews with some of them, give them a creep moment, eat their ass up. Because <laughs> because like you're saying, even with that report, okay, so now we got the numbers. Let's fix it.
1: So now what?
0: Let's fix it. What? What can
1: your black girl magic do with this or your black boy joy? What can you do with the fact that the average black business in the black quote unquote Mecca is only worth $50,000 compared to the Asian community, the white community and the Latino community. All of their businesses are worth over $400,000. Ours is not even worth a hundred thousand.
0: Like, can we at least just double it?
1: Like, I'm like, can we at least just almost be competing? Like, do we have to be last in every single aspect?
0: And then again, I'll ask, too, where you get the numbers? Are these real numbers? You know, because I also had that tinfoil koofy part of me that's like, are y'all do y'all be trying to tell us realists to fuck our minds mm. up? And we don't report because, you know, y'all might be talking about black business, But I know a lot of black business. You know what I'm saying? And these niggas are getting it too. I
1: literally was about to say that. I was like, you know, you know. So (laughs) I'm like, you know, you know, you know, you know. And I do know. So that could also be a thing where you just know. And it ain't something that you need to know (laughs) because you know. Exactly. I love it I love it I love it um, okay so earlier Keith and I had a very very great conversation um, <laughs> and I feel like it. I was definitely able to he was able to give me a little cool points I was able to give him a little conscious points um, just mm-hmm. regarding the way that men and women interact when it comes to engaging in sexual activity mm-hmm. and how men it's cool for men and then for women it starts to get a little conscious after a certain period of time but I was explaining to him you know when women start out being sexually active it is more so of a cool thing or them just trying to accommodate for their partner I don't care how you slice it or dice it No woman at the age of like 16, 100,000% wants to fuck this nigga. She may be hot and ready. She may be a hoe. She may be, I guarantee you. But at 16, 15, 14, she's either doing what she sees at home, so she technically don't know no better, or she's doing what she thinks will make you treat her how she wants to be treated.
0: All right, I'll give you that.
1: So, I I, I was gonna say,
0: say, because like when you young, especially the young man listening, y'all remember how it would go for a lot of young boys. We just be playing with Transformers, and this little girl (laughs) that come up and be like, hey, let's play house. (laughs) House, well, how do you how you play house? You the daddy. Oh, I'm the daddy. (laughs) (laughs) What what the the daddy do? And then that's when you get your first little kiss, and you're like, oh, and Normally, that's how I go. So, oh but, my god! To your point, though, it might be something that you seen or something that right. says, "Hey, I want him." Because uh we did an episode "Sex with Ashley" dig through the JEP crates, and she talked about how her sexual encounters in college, how she ended up sleeping with a lot of guys because she thought the guys liked her. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you were saying, "Oh, you like me." Her mind was, "Well, you like me, then we can have sex." But then she didn't realize. They were lying.
1: Exactly. They were
0: just saying it like And then she looked up and she had mad bodies.
1: And so that is why that is what needs to be taught in sex ed. Not how to stick it in, because you could figure that out. Yeah. You start watching porn in sixth, seventh grade. You know how to stick it in. You know how to stick it in row. We get it.
0: And see, and this is where the difference comes in. <laughs> because you say that, right? And I'm sitting here like, No. <laughs> sixth and seventh grade our porn was playboy like you you know our, our porn was you know a uh, 2d you know what i'm saying it was just a picture uh you had to have an imagination sometimes with the victoria's secrets um but a full video oh man you, you had to go to somebody's house and they had to put the dvd in you know what i mean so our so to your point i think Maybe that's why our sex day was a little bit different too, because we had more conversation and we we didn't we weren't uh, spoiled or like you know warped by porn. Because I have seen a lot of reports that talk about young men
1: mm-hmm. and
0: how they're just their their whole perception of sex is different. Is, bruh, yeah. sex ain't porn, dog. You yeah, know and then nowadays it's even harder because even when we had porn, okay, those were scenes, right? So we knew.
1: Right now, <laughs> you're like we knew it was cutting off. Yeah, we were like, conscious that it was literally it was just that. Or,
0: or we knew that it was it was in the scene that hey, you the girl gets here, the guy gets here, he's gonna do this to you because it was written. Now you're watching like homemade people. Yeah, I mean even to the point where now I mean you probably have some people you went to college with that you mm. see now are doing.
1: <laughs> Honestly, you don't I even have some. to go to porn. You just go to social media because it's literally on social media and it's like whoa whoa no it's whoa what there's no disclaimer it just shows up and like you said it is home videos people aren't afraid Mm. to lock their phone and have that home (laughs) video in a silent folder or in the email or in a like there's no shame it's like oh okay shoot whatever you saw it you saw it
0: but that's why i said in the prior conversation earlier that's why they should just go ahead, legalize it, and make sex transactional so women won't feel guilted or obligated to sleep with a guy because he's already paid for it. He's already got it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that way. that'll... I, 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 I understand I what you're
1: saying. Because you're
0: going to have a list... Because Think about it. You will have a series of guys who if this is their period of time where they just want to be fucking, they're going to go pay for it. They're going to get it. And now when they're out with you, it's not like Man, I didn't spend this money. Like, nah, I already, done, <laughs> I already done bought it. That's one. And then, two, Like we talked about, women just should have their own money, start paying for some of their own stuff. Because I know as a man, once you get to a certain money limit, $50, everything becomes transactional. You know, so we go out to eat, we go on the But then, can you home.
1: even, do you even like that person at that point? If it's transactional? Like, you don't know, do you even like that person? But then, okay, so that's why I'm saying. That's why time will tell because w- you don't even know if you like me. So if we exchange bodily fluids, that's not going to make you like me anymore because you didn't like me before. Like,
0: and, and, and see, and you know, like we said, y'all don't know. Cree doesn't have a lock on her phone. So that means Cree's <laughs> a different woman, period, right? Because this, even just based on that statement, lets me know you're different. Nah, you can have sex with somebody, and now you know what? I like you a little bit more. I didn't like you before, but I didn't know you did that thing.
1: <laughs> oh my you know god! Like you,
0: you got a certain thing that you do that I'm like, oh, you know
1: what? I don't. Feel I might like put up.
0: You ever you ever heard the term when they be like, man, niggas be putting up with crazy women? Oh no, have-
1: no, you absolutely right. This guy did tell me he I he and I never dated. He was one of my friends. Got they dated mm-hmm. for a long period of time, but she was telling me, cause she showed me his new girlfriend. I was like, Oh God, that's who he with. <laughs> so she was like, yeah, I asked him about it. He said that she, mm, she just, you know, is a throat goat that, and it, it gets, the, <gasps> gets the job done. And I was like, what? So he's staying with her because of that. She was like, yeah, he loves it.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I, and I also think the issue that you're referring to, It's one of those things that, like, it's like racism, right? Black people can talk about it as much as they want, but it's up to white people to fix the racism, right? Oh yeah. So like, definitely, you know, men and women can have the conversation about the sex thing all they want, but it's up to like men to like have these conversations with other men and say like, it this is a man thing, like. Well, then y'all need to get on it. Yeah, I think we on it. Dog
1: on it. I think that a
0: lot. I just think that when it's just a it's just a deeper thing. I just think when you have women raising men men start thinking like women and women equate sex like how you said it earlier at the very beginning oh i'm gonna do this sexual act to make you like me that i die now a man is thinking like that oh
1: i'm gonna buy and you this to make you no like no no me. not oh, buy I'm, I'm
0: gonna do this sexual act to make you like me we it's the term hobo sexuals right they're out here these are guys who are homeless these are guys who are just out here sleeping with women What? putting it down what parents have you have you heard of these these guys who was just out here just like Hobo sexuals? Yeah, slanging dick. You know what I'm saying? Laying it down and really giving women a good time, but they have nothing to offer as a man. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's because that's why so many men rush to sex a lot of times because it's like, you know what I mean? Get her. Mm. Mean, you know what I'm saying? So, Let but, me
1: put Big Willie down. <laughs> but,
0: but that also changed when you had more women raising men. because That's how- and Not to say that's a bad way to think because like women- that's a role women play y'all play the role of uh femininity mm-hmm. beautifulness you know being sexy all that that's the role y'all play that's why you got so many of these men arching their eyebrows and doing because they mama's raised them. they're thinking like women they're not thinking like men where it's like you know what let me gather these resources let me get my shit together let me you know that's why when you hear statements like oh bro niggas don't deserve no pussy well a real nigga know that so that's why when a real nigga be broke, you don't see him out here in these streets. And, he and doing he's just stacking. You like, damn, what? Where's such and such been all year? <laughs> this nigga missed. then he pop up and it's like, oh, he got a new car. <laughs> and then he's dating. That's what a real nigga. Do. A broke a, bro- a broke nigga is out here just trying to get it. He don't care. He's broke. He's gonna sleep with whoever because he's trying to come up. And that's the car to be talking about. So I think that's what you running into. These men who are like, you know, what? I'm just That's to hilarious. Rush to the sex because I'm trying to show her that you know we can do something, but. To your point, if you can wait and put some time in, and the guy really does put a lot of time in, then I do think it has to be a certain it, it has to be some type of energy there. You know what I'm saying? Like it has to be, you can't seal the deal all the way without knowing if this is gonna be sexually compatible. Because that right there can fuck up a whole vibe.
1: I get that. But listen, vibe. I'm pl- Let me play devil's advocate really quickly. Mm-hmm. Because if you Mm, well, I was gonna try to play devil's advocate. You can't, <laughs> because, and, because I have too
0: many homegirls who have gotten to that point. Who, yeah, the time is all cool, cool and cute, right? But when they get down to the sexual part, the brother didn't have everything that she would want, or it didn't, it wasn't compatible enough. so at
1: what point do you like that person enough to be like hey i like you this is what i like
0: well it depends it depends like are y'all
1: are they did they try to communicate on how to have a better sexual encounter or was it just like damn that wasn't what i thought it was gonna be and nah i can't i can't fuck with you no more you know what i'm saying like because i feel like if you truly like someone Mm -hmm. or if you have that bond and this is where i was trying to play devil's advocate Can you not tell them, you know, how that sexual encounter disappointed you, and you guys work towards bettering it? Like, is working towards a better sexual life not a thing?
0: You know, it it is a thing, and I think it. I think it's very optimistic for a woman who doesn't have a lock on her phone.
1: You have to let that go. I'm just saying because that's because
0: that's a different way of thinking. Um, You also have to take into account that, like, they're also thinking about partners as well. So, like. The homegirls I'm talking about, these, these I mean, I'm not saying that they're hoes or anything. And they're not necessarily promiscuous women, but they've had a couple more than a couple partners,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: So that's why they can honestly say, like, you know. You ain't got it in you. Yeah. <laughs> they got didn't do it because, you know. It, it...
1: Hello. I like your hair, Eldridge.
0: <laughs> but uh so yeah, so I forgot where, I forgot where it was that.
1: Um she's had a couple of oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, so she you know she had more than a couple, so they know what they so they know what they like in that aspect. So mm-hmm. nah, nah, nah. It's it's nothing you're gonna work with. And it's like I said too, time. Because when you young, yeah yeah, we can work this out. We had time to grow. We had time. <laughs> when you older, you know, so you start getting older, it's like, hey, I know what I like. You don't got what I like
1: Okay but so what does that what I'm, mean Because Not saying older. that I'm older y'all Cause I'm 21 I'm 21 Let's <clears> not forget <throat> that But I'm saying I feel like Now I'm in that realm Where I'm just like You do one thing Nah I don't have the time To be mm. Trying to figure out What type of time you on yeah. Like Literally I was um, A guy had did something Like a while back But it just rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, nah. Like, I didn't even care to investigate or to go check his social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, the childish-ass shit that I used to do, I'm like, I genuinely don't care. Like, you have not done enough for me to care that much. I don't give a fuck. I will not talk to you again. And that's the crossover. (laughs) And that's the crossover. So I'm like, is that what happens when you get after? older than 21 you know like
0: between 20 and 30 you're gonna start to find that everybody is running out of two things are happening time is coming up right right and everybody's running out of time but for men and women there's two different things as a man's getting older he's acquiring more resources he's getting his shit more together he's gaining more and more even more esteem as he's getting older right
1: Oh, so, so that then, means he's trying to fuck
0: more bitches. No, well, no, no, no. Not even necessarily fuck more oh. bitches. <laughs> not, not, not necessarily fuck more bitches, but he starts understanding that, hey, I'm in the position now to where that young boy shit when he used to try to play me or I used to be broke or I couldn't take her out to these good meals and these things. Now I can afford to do these things, right? So now that I can afford to do these things, I don't want to put up with, you mm-hmm. know, little, little, little things like a... Uh, uh, a little noise every time I'm picking somebody up And it's like you I know cannot what? believe you just I said don't that wanna, we, talked, we talked about it on the last episode So they heard it. So I don't want to deal with that no more You know what I'm saying I want to deal with somebody who don't do that So after I bring it to you Right And if you tell me Well I ain't going to change
1: That's not a good excuse That's not you a know, good example That's not a good example You, you need change. to use another
0: one Alright i use another example then Say it's not that Say you're a woman who lacks drive Right Say you're a woman who lacks morals Say you're a woman who works with somebody that you know went through a situation with some cops or whatnot right at a radio station what have you and you know that person whispered and you. you're like damn you work with her you didn't stand up with her oh no nah, that's her issue you know what i don't got time for that i don't i'm a little bit older i know what i want i don't know and women too women do it too but the difference is for women the older y'all get is just your selection starts dwindling you know, the older uh-huh. men get the selection starts opening up. And that's just a real thing. No, no, you're right. A real thing. you're right. You're Pray, right. Parents, you're looking at me like that, but you haven't hit I'm twenty one,
1: so I don't I don't know what you talking about. I can't see your eyes, but you know I'm I know you're rolling them. I know
0: you're <laughs> rolling them over there, but I'm just telling you because
1: I'm twenty one.
0: Yeah, you twenty one. And and over the, and you know, we're gonna be doing this podcast uh, at least for the next <laughs> three to five years.
1: So we're gonna start
0: talking about it and hopefully You know you'll find love over the course of this time. But if you do not, (laughs) just know (laughs) your your fans from the beginning. That was like, oh, great. Don't. This is this gonna be the. I'm going to be
1: like wine, better with time. Oh, okay. And that is all I'm gonna say about that.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I give you that. I give you
1: that. Yes, and in five, six years, I will still not have a password on my phone.
0: You know, I I, I can believe that. I can believe that. I can believe that. (laughs) Because what's going to happen is, if you get with somebody and you put a passcode on your phone, y'all relationship (laughs) will be done. Honestly,
1: I (laughs) knew that I didn't like this guy when I put a password on my phone.
0: Oh, you've done it before.
1: I put one on just because I was around him. Damn. And I was just like, you know, because at the time, working in radio, Guys would be calling my phone. Oh yeah, 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 I had a lot of guy friends, and so I really rather not argue about every person that's calling me. It's all niggas calling me all the time. Like it's mm-hmm. not even like a, and I have no sexual interaction with them. Nothing. I would explain that this is absolutely nothing. You should be worried about who I'm talking to when you're not around. But if I'm answering the phone in front of you, you have nothing to worry but is, about.
0: But is this the, is this the nigga that had to wait a whole year though? Because if he had to wait, if I'm still putting in time, <laughs> they're gonna feel some way about them call. <laughs> the first couple months now, nah, but like it's been two years. <laughs>
1: to,
0: but nah. But I you know, and I say all that because you know, we we talked about this thing before, and I said this is the same advice I give my daughter and my sister. Like, you know, not no chauvinistic shit, just on some just real talk shit. Just that's how men are gonna be, that's how women are gonna be. And that's why as you get older and this dating shit. And this sex shit is gonna happen you know what I'm saying and when you want a guy take you out on a trip
1: he expect he, yeah. you better take him on a trip too <laughs> you,
0: you, <laughs> you, you better you better off telling that nigga you know what I'll meet you there <laughs> with my own ticket and all that because of, if he's paying for everything he's, he's, he's gonna wanna do something yes no
1: it's definitely expected so ladies please when trying to be cool with these men Just be conscious of what comes with it, literally. There you go. go. And figuratively, emotionally. All of of the extra shit that comes with it. Please be mindful and be careful. And yeah, that's all I got to say about that. We are headed into the weekend. I want you all to be safe. But before you be safe, listen to this quote. Maybe it'll help you stay afloat. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so... This quote is very short, and I like it. Um, It says, happiness is not by chance, but by choice. And I know that's simple. That might sound cliche. um, But I really, really feel like as I am getting more experienced in life, (laughs) it has become definitely something that I have to practice every single day practice choosing to be happy choosing to be positive because it takes way more energy to be negative than it does to be positive so remember as you're going through life just choose to be happy it only takes a split second as soon as you feel that negative thought coming in your mind no I choose to be happy no I choose to think better of myself no I choose to be happy because you are what you think and you inevitably become what you think. So please go out and be happy. And go out and tell a friend to tell a friend. And tell their auntie, brother, daddy, sister, cousin, and a ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, whoever, to tune into the Cool and Conscious podcast. Bye. <laughs>